0: Welcome to the Love Your Life Podcast. My name is Stephanie. I'm a health and life coach, fitness enthusiast, entrepreneur, and a triathlete's wife. I am here to share my tips to help you create harmony on all aspects of your life. Health, career, spirituality, relationships, and personal development. Every week, you will be inspired to create a life you love and deserve.
1: listening to episode 68 of Love Your Life Podcast, and we are continuing the conversation about CBD oil. Bear with me, this week I am battling with a little bit of sinus problems. We had some cooler temperatures earlier in the week here in Michigan, and then it warmed up. And typically when those temperatures change that dramatically, um, I think it was like a 30 degree temperature change, my sinuses start to act up. So if you can hear hear it, like in my throat, or if I had to pause for a couple of times, I do apologize. But I wanted to continue the conversation that we had with my good friend, Anna, last week and dive a little bit more into detail about CBD, because a lot of people have been asking me questions and related to that. So in this episode, we're just going to cover a little bit more. So if you didn't get a chance, go back to listen to last week's episode and listen to the interview I had with Anna and she talks about CBD oil, hemp oil, um, full spectrum, broad spectrum, everything else. This week, I'm just going to give you a little bit more information in regards to it so that you have a pretty good comprehensive idea about CBD oil. I've actually been using it uh, more recently, I would say in the last week or so, um, definitely because my body has been really, really sore, And with dealing with the sinus infection, um, working out and body soreness, it really, really helped me fall asleep last night. So I do like taking my CBD oil. A lot of times I take it in the evening, but before I go to bed, that is just my preference. So again, um, if you haven't tried it yet, you might be interested in doing so after this. And I'll leave some links in which you can actually purchase some um, CBD oil. From a very reputable source and have a variety of different types of products. So, the use of CBD oil has really exploded recently. It seems to be everywhere you look these days, but does it actually live up to the hype? And I'm gonna let you decide on that. So, we're gonna take a little brief history of CBD oil and then I'll explain what CBD oil is. And at the end of this episode, um, you will know a lot of the benefits that are associated with the product. Many people assume that CBD is a new innovative supplement. However, it has a very rich history. Roger Adams, a chemistry professor at the University of Illinois, first discovered CBD in the 1940s. Adams separated um, CBD from a hemp plant by studying the properties and found it has many benefits. Modern CBD history has begun in 1946 um, when Dr. Walter uh, Lao conducted the first CBD test on lab animals. The test was performed to, befru- to prove that CBD doesn't cause any altered mental state. Further research continued in the 1960s on primates. And finally, the first CBD oil meant for therapeutic use was released by the British Pharmaceutical. The research continued over the next few decades. Another discovery was made in the 1980s by Dr. Um, Malcolm. I'm probably not saying his name right, but who ran a study which showed cannabinoids could be critical factor in treating epilepsy. The stigma surrounded by CBD is starting to disappear as the benefits are finally becoming to be understood by the mainstream. CBD supplements made from industrial hemp are illegal in all 50 states, in the UK, and in many other countries around the world. Scientists are still researching CBD and conducting experiments that reveal its beneficial uses. One question many people ask is, what's the difference between hemp and marijuana? So let's take a little bit deeper look into that. To understand the difference between hemp and marijuana, I'll start by discussing cannabis. Cannabis is a plant family that includes many species such as hemp and marijuana. Although they come from the same plant family, they have distinctly different purposes and uses. For example, cabbage and turnips are both the diff, um, different vegetables. However, they both belong to the exact same plant family. Hemp, the industrial hemp refers to the strain of cannabis plants that are grown for agricultural products, such as textile, seeds, and oils. And so you've probably um, seen like hemp clothing or bags. Um, I know there's a brand of hemp um, lotion out there. And I've been actually using the the hemp uh, seeds for quite a while. I mean, they became popular, I want to say about five something years ago, maybe a little bit longer than that. Um, So you've probably seen people do that. I definitely love taking my um, hemp seeds. Industrial regulation restricts THC yield greater than 0.3%. We'll talk a little bit more about THC in a moment. Marijuana, on the other hand, is also known for its flowering p- plant tops. The flowers are bred to contain high THC content. The average content of THC contained in marijuana is about ten percent, and the plants are illegal to grow without proper um, or illegal, sorry, to grow without proper licensing in participating states. Here in Michigan, we just passed um, marijuana as far as being able to have it outside of medicinal use. Um, Although the legislation is still kind of sketchy um, and a lot of people um, still need to take a deeper look in regards to whether or not you can actually grow them. So look at the legalities of your own individual state for that. Today, there are two simple distinctions between hemp and marijuana. Hemp is a non phytoactive plant primarily used for clothing, paper, biofuels, bioplastics, dietary supplements, cosmetics, and personal care products and food. Hemp is cultivated outdoors in a large crop with both male and female plants being um, present to foster pollination and increase the seed production. Marijuana, cannabis, sativa, um, is specially cultivated to enhance the TH content that can be used for medicinal or recreational purposes. Marijuana plants are typically grown indoors under control Conditions and growers remove all the male plants from the crop to prevent fertilization, since fertilization lowers the plant's THC levels. Can I avoid? Um, If you have um, ever like seen any, uh, I think there was like a whole documentary thing about CBD. Not so. Sorry, marijuana in um, Colorado. There was following like a, I think it was like a whole series on Netflix that was following this company out in Colorado. So you probably are familiar with a little bit more of cannabinoids if you um, seen anything like that or have um, done some research on it. But it's a chemical compound which includes cannabinoid and active constituent of cannabis. At least 113 different cannabinoids have been isolated from the cannabis plant. And uh, the best studies of this include um, THC, CBD, and CBN. THC is a phytoactive cannabinoid um, found in the cannabis plant. Some of the therapeutic qualities of THC include pain relief, relaxation, appetite um, stimulation, and insomnia. Um, CBD is present in many strands of this cannabis at low levels. Some of the popular uses of CBD include relief from chronic muscle pain convulsions, and inflammation, which is one of the reasons why I took it last night. CBN is um, usually formed when THC is exposed to UV light and oxygen over time. CBN has some of the phytoactive properties, but not nearly the levels of THC. And you may be surprised to learn that there are some systems in our body comprised of these receptors and I know um, Anna talked about it last week, that interact exclusively with cannabinoids like CBD, as known as the endocannabinoid um, system. And for this reason, we benefit from taking CBD. This endocannabinoid system is made up of a network of receptors that was discovered in the ni- late 1990s. CBD bound um, with our body's CBD1 and CB2 um, receptors help to maintain vital healthy functions to restore the homeostasis or balance within our bodies. So I know this can be really, really kind of confusing, but uh, I wanted to make sure that I provided this information to you. Researchers still have a lot to learn about the benefits of using CBD oil. So far, preliminary studies have indicated that CBD may, these are just some of the things that it possibly can do. Inhibit tumor growth, make chemotherapy more effective without harming healthy cells and tissues. This is actually what my um, father was doing when he was going through chemotherapy treatments when he was diagnosed with stage four cancer. Really, pain and inflammation, including chronic pain and cancer pain. Again, he used it for that. He also used it for reducing nausea and vomiting, um, lessening anxiety because his anxiety levels were really, really high. Improved quality of sleep fight viruses and viral infections, relieve muscle spasms, and multiple sclerosis. CBD has shown remarkable potential in research studies for the ability to lower convulsions, anxiety, inflammation, and nausea, lessen the psychotic symptoms of schizophrenia, and reduce and prevent mastitis and breast cancer and other types of cancer. So let's take a look at what the research really has to say. I'll start with the facts. CBD, number one, CBD will not get you high. Number two, CBD can provide a natural method of care for a wide range of ailments. Number three, CBD has become very popular in the medical community. Researchers from around the world have conducted countless clinical trials and medical studies. Number four, researchers have discovered that due to the anti-inflammatory, antioxidant, antipsychotic, anticonvulsant, antidepressant properties, CBD benefits a wide range of conditions. Again, that's a lot of things, anti-inflammatory, antioxidant, antipsychotic, anticonvulsant, and antidepressant. Number five, research shows CBD benefits over 50 conditions. That's five zero, you guys. We don't have time to kind of discuss all of the um, conditions, but in the show notes, I will leave you a couple of links so that you can research the rest of these conditions. According to the Anxiety and Depression Association in America, anxiety disorders affect more than 18% of the population. According to the World Health Organization, depression is the single most significant distributor to disabled to disability worldwide, while anxiety orders are ranked number six. So I know quite a few of my clients, especially those who are bleeding really, really heavy. And if you are a woman out there and you might realize that your anxiety increases when you are bleeding because your body goes through this process of letting out blood and um, it, it starts to think that it's like in danger. So if you have high, high anxiety or you just or an anxious person, or you're dealing with depression, this might be something that will really, really benefit you. More and more people are turning to CBD as a natural alternative to prescribed medications, which cause very adverse side effects. And if you know me by now, I'm not a big fan of a lot of medications because of these things. The side effects end up being worse than the symptoms at hand. So if you're looking for a more natural alternative, and you know me by now, I'm very big on natural <laughs> because I'm dealing with this sinus stuff. I had ripped up a whole bunch of natural things. I'm drinking my elderberry syrup. I'm making, um, brewing my immunity tea. I'm making my homemade cough syrup all these things to be able to get this out of my system. And if it doesn't work after a while, then I go to, um, to medication. But medication is not the very first thing that I go to when I'm battling an illness. According to a survey published um, in Cannabis and cannabinoids research in 2018, almost 62% of cannabinoid users reported that they use CBD to treat medical conditions with the top three conditions being pain, anxiety, and depression. A report published in the Journal of um, Natural Therapies in 2015 scientists analyzed the pre- preliminary research that and found that CBD oil promises in the acute treatment of conditions like generalized anxiety disorder, panic disorder, social anxiety disorder, and obsessive compulsive disorder, and post-traumatic stress disorder. A small study uh, published in the um, same thing had determined that CBD oil may be able to alleviate social anxiety. Researchers believe that CBD's ability to act on the endocannabinoid system and other brain signal systems may provide benefits for those with neurological disorders. One of the most Study uses of CBD treatment is actually neurological disorders such as epilepsy and multiple sclerosis. CBD has also been researched for the potential effectiveness in treating several other neurological diseases. For example, several studies have shown that treatment with CBD improved the quality of life and its sleep quality for people with Parkinson's disease. Another long term study, researchers gave CBD to mice genetically predisposed to Alzheimer's disease and found that it helped prevent cognitive decline. I really wish that that was around when my grandmother was um, battling with her Alzheimer's. It would have been really, really great. Has definitely seen someone, um, if you ever know anyone that has suffered from Alzheimer's, it's a horrible way to go for sure. High blood pressure is linked to higher risk of many health conditions, including stroke, heart attack, and metabolic syndrome. Research has linked CBD with several benefits for the heart and circulatory system, including the ability to lower high blood pressure. Research also suggests that the stress and anxiety-reducing properties of CBD are responsible for its ability to help lower blood pressure. Chronic conditions such as fibromyalgia and arthritis have been a subject of many studies regarding CBD and pain relief. CBD oil has steadily gained popularity as a natural approach to pain relief. It's thought that CBD oil might help ease chronic pain and part of reducing inflammation. Common types of chronic pain include cancer pain, fibromyalgia, headaches, irritable bowel syndrome, low back pain, migraines, multiple sclerosis pain, neuropathic pain, osteoarthritis, and um, things such as TMJ. While THC increases appetite, CBD has the opposite effect. So let's take a look. A 2017 review of scientific literature regarding CBD found that weight loss was a common side effect when used to treat seizures in people and reduced food intake and water gain in rats. Most research is needed to understand weight loss benefits. However, it's an exciting potential use as weight gain and obesity are considered the cause of many dif- different chronic diseases. There are many different types of CBD products available. How to use CBD oil first starts with choosing the route of administering the product. There are three categories of CBD oil products out there, ingestibles, smokables, and topicals. Ingestibles often variety of different things, such as liquid hemp oil, like CBD tinctures and CBD drops, CBD concentrated into a thick paste, often um, regarded as ROS, um, encapsulated CBD oils. There are also sprays. There are bottled waters that contain CBD particles, CBD infused chewing gum. Um, There are also dissolvable powders containing CBD oil, And they're also usually blended with other things like adaptogenic herbs, cooking oil such as coconut and olive oil that is added with the cannabinoids in it, CBD-infused edibles such as gummies, brownies, and cookies. These are generally for those people who are sensitive to smoking and vaping. Now that you've done your research and found um, benefits regarding the usage of the product, uh, I also want to talk about some other illnesses and conditions that may be relieved by using CBD. Acne. No, I've actually been using a topical facial product for um, that has CBD in it, and I love it. Um, ADHD, ALS, anxiety, bacterial infections, broken bones, depression, diabetes, epilepsy, heart disease, inflammation, irritable bowel, bowel syndrome, macular disease, multiple sclerosis, nausea, um, pain such as neuropathic and chronic. Parkinson's, paralysis, rheumatoid arthritis, schizophrenia, substance abuse, and withdrawal. Figuring out how much CBD oil to take can feel like trying to navigate through a complicated maze. When determining how much oil to take, there are so many factors out there the concentration of CBD, the weight of the individual, the individual body's chemistry, the severity of conditions being t- um, treated. Even when taking all the above factors into account, there is no one-size-fits-all dosage. Some degree of trial and error may be needed before finding the correct amount of your needs. So let's start with a product concentration. The concentration amount per dosage may be listed in a a variety of um, things out there. So making sure that you are looking at the label to figure out how much to actually take. Um, One of the things is that to determine the concentration, divide the total amount of CBD in milligrams by the volume of the container in ounces. So for example, if the concentration is a four ounce bottle with 1,500 milligrams of CBD, divide the milligrams by ounces. Um, So a couple things. For dosage, option one, a good rule of thumb is to determine your proper CBD dosage is to take one to six milligrams of CBD every 10 pounds of body weight based on the individual level of pain. Consider using your pain level using one to two milligrams for mild pain, three to four for medium pain, and five to six for severe pain. Another suggested dosage is 25 milligrams twice a day, increasing the amount of CBD you take every three to four weeks using 25 milligrams until you obtain symptom relief. So, There's a lot of different things that you might be hearing out there based off of um, dosaging for different ailments. I'm not going to dive into that, but I will leave some information in the show notes so you can take a look at those things. Again, this is just through the Mayo Clinic and you could do your own research and definitely, definitely talk to your doctor when in regards to dosaging. Some other methods don't really require a lot of explanation, such as edible products. You just simply eat and enjoy CBD oil, tinctures, and extracts work best using the following tips. The drops or tinctures should be um, have the suggested serving size as on the bottle and total milligrams of CBD oil listed on the package. What should you determine the dose that you want? You can determine the amount of CBD oil you want to use. Um, simply place the correct quantity of the drops underneath your tongue using the dropper and hold the oil in place for a minimum of 60 seconds before swallowing. This allows absorption via the blood vessels underneath your tongue. Know that there's no established lethal dosage of CBD and chronic use has been repetitively shown to be well tolerated by humans. As of any natural product, it is really essential to talk to your doctor before beginning use. Before you start taking it, you want to consult with your doctor if it has any interactions with the medication that you're currently taking, um, although it's not Uh, physically addictive. You still want to make sure that everything's okay. Uh, Under high levels of chronic stress would potentially need higher CBD oil dosages to achieve the same effects obtained by people who are not chronically stressed out. So again, please consult with your doctor before making any changes in your medication or combining CBD with current prescriptions. In many cases, the CBD is effective alongside With conventional methods of treatment. However, it's always best to err on the side of caution when it comes to your health. I hope that you found this information very useful. And if you like this episode and last week's episode, please do me a favor and head over to iTunes and leave a rating and review. Also, if you know someone who might have any questions when it comes to CBD, simply share this episode with them. Sharing is caring. So I know a lot of people have been asking about CBD. Now is your chance to like listen and learn about it. Again, last week I had interviewed my good friend, Anna, about CBD oil. And then this week we dove a little bit deeper into it. So I wanted to give you a good comprehensive overview about it so that you can get all of your questions answered. If you have any other questions... I will leave my contact information below and you can reach out to me. And again, you can always reach out to Anna. And you could take a look at last week's episode for her contact information. All right, you guys. Bye for now. And I will see you all next week for another episode of Love Your Life Podcast.
0: Thank you for tuning in to Love Your Life Podcast. All information and links for this podcast can be found in the show notes. If you like this episode and want to continue the conversation, you can email me at info at fitnesswellnesslife.com. And for more information to living a life you love, follow me on Instagram at FWL underscore Steph and on Facebook at fitness Wellness life. As always, you can schedule a free 30-minute call with me by going to www.fitnesswellnesslife.com. Thanks again, and don't forget to tune in next week for another inspiring episode.